Hi, this is Arik. And Aurelia. And we're here to talk about interesting things. Or so we think, but we let you be the judge of that. And we are coming to you from our quarantine into yours. Maybe you are listening to this in the future after COVID-19 is over. Either way, the information we have to talk about is ageless. ageless. So, Aurelia, my first question for you today is... What's the difference between free will and freedom? Mm, that's a beautiful, beautiful question because this is something that often, in my experience, gets confused. Mm -hmm. That people think because they have free will, which you know I may get into... Uh, in a minute, what I really think that is, you know, that this equals freedom. And so, um, I have a really good example for that because I, um, I remember this situation with one of my um, girlfriends who had pretty much problem skin, like really thick skin and, mm. you know, big pores and it wasn't all that great. And everybody who knows me knows that my skin, you know, for whatever reasons, has been just really amazing. Mm -hmm. Like very fine pores, practically no pores at all and <coughs> even and really, really good. Mm. So I also have to say that I have had a rigorous regimen all my life of washing my face at night. No matter how tired I was, you know, coming home from clubs or having traveled or this or that, I would always take off my makeup and wash my face. Now, I remember this one day, my friend was like talking about also free will and she proudly tells me that she didn't take her makeup off in a week because she has free will no. and she will exercise it that way. And only because I tell her, you know, to take off her makeup, that doesn't mean she has to do it. And I mean, I had so much compassion, but also I laughed. I thought it was pretty pathetic because... You know, it was her who wanted better skin and, you know, just some good skin hygiene is the foundation of having good skin. But right. she felt she was free because she used her free will mm -hmm. to stand up against my seriously good advice. Now, here you have it. Like, did this make her free? Did this give her more freedom? No, it didn't. Because she still was suffering. Mm -hmm. Like freedom is the state of where you are not suffering, where you have wow. no mental anguish, mm -hmm. where you have no fear, mm -hmm. where everything is just fine the way it is. Mm -hmm. That's not how it was for her. She still was envious of everybody who had better skin than her. Oh, so envy is uh, already then... Non-freedom. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like freedom from all of these ailments of the mind. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
And Very the, interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want to elaborate on the ailments of the mind, you know, then that would also be great. But well, I just... It, it, you know, the, your friend who said that... I just, like, I found it interesting because your friend that you said had the free will to not take off the makeup for a week, which to me just looks like I can only imagine a clown, a clown face. You know, that if you have this, like, clown face on, like, you know, mm. the white and the whatever. Yeah, I'm sure she washed her face in the morning. Yeah, but I don't know the first, I don't yeah, know anything yeah. about makeup, so it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, I just uh-huh. think, I think of... Wait, what do you mean you wash your face in the morning? I thought you said she doesn't take it off for a week. Yeah, Just so that I understand how... Like, you know, you... Okay, I mean, we have been married long enough that you know that I don't go to bed before I take my makeup off, Yeah, that's right? right, but if you don't take it off for a week, then that means you're not washing your face for a week. Yeah, but I also wash my face in the morning, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I can wash my face in the morning and Mm -hmm. put on fresh makeup and then... Never take it off at night. And just put on another layer. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... By that time, the pores are already clogged. It might as well be another layer. Either way, thank you for Mm -hmm. explaining that a little bit. What I I wanted to say was... That's not free will. In my understanding, like, just from my experience, that... If I have to exercise a free will, I'm running a pattern. 100% true. So what is a pattern? Let's just say what is free will. Yeah, okay. Free will is to restrict the promptings of those patterns. Uh It's the only free will we have. So you can only get to freedom by restriction. Yeah, because the Mm -hmm. patterns are like... Oh, programs... That run us. You know, like uh, responses, automatic responses, habits, habitual responses that just, you know, something gets triggered and a program starts to run. It's like, you know, you push one button on your app and, you know, the app comes online and it starts to run and it's doing ABC. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people then confuse reactivity with free will. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, I'm going to choose to not do X, Y, Z. I'm going to choose to get back at him mm-hmm. because yeah. he did that to me. Mm-hmm. That's reactivity. Yeah. But even though it might look like a choice or it might look like free will, Mm -hmm. it's not. Not at all. Like it's not freedom. No, not freedom. It's not freedom. And it's also not free will in the highest sense. It's just, it's just reactivity Mm -hmm. because free will, the way I understand you explaining it, what it actually means is that I've decided to not engage in that reactive mind. That's right. And that's the only free will that we have. Like, yes. to actually make that choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to engage in that reactive mind, which means you need to become aware of it, I guess, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Of these ailments of the mind. Yes, that's right. And I, so it's a long, long way yeah. to freedom. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you first really, really have to 
exercise your free will in the right way. Yeah. It's difficult. Very. This is the most difficult thing. I mean, I know for myself sometimes, like, I catch myself and I'm like, I'm going to do it differently. Even if I'm, like, having a really challenging day for no particular reason, just within myself, like, maybe, like, you know, I encounter people and I keep getting the same response from d various different people where it's just like, I just feel like everyone's being so sharp today. Like, what's going on? And then, you know, of course, I can be really reactive towards that. But then I say, no, I'm going to choose to see things differently. I'm going to choose to remember that my perception is not always necessarily truth. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. It's not easy, though. No. But it's worth it. But you know it from your studies about the brain mm -hmm. and, like, the neurology of the brain, yes, you know? of course, yeah. Like, how extremely short that time is where we actually can choose. Like, where we actually can exercise our free will. It's, yeah, it's one one-thousandth of a second. Yeah, you have it, guys. I didn't even know that at all, but I do know that it is extremely short, and this is why it is so important, you know, talk about meditation. Okay. Where we calm our mind. Yeah. You know, or, you know, where we go into bullet time, where, you know, time slows down, so where then one ten thousandth or whatever of a second, you know, becomes a long enough period where we say, okay, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, that, that, it was one five hundredth. Now it's like one one thousandth of a second. Like it's getting shorter. Oh yeah. That makes so much sense. Oh my God. Yeah. Like with the speeding up of yeah. time. It's getting shorter wow. that we can respond. So we just become, you know, we just become increasingly more and more reactive. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that when I'm healing my brain, I do go, I do create this space where I can step back and be more in bullet time. Like where it's, I literally feel like the time between an event and my reaction is lengthened. I think we all have uh, memories or experiences like that. We may not be able to put them in these words, mm -hmm. but I am pretty sure that everybody had an experience like that. At least once in their lifetime. I mean, you see me do it all the time, actually. I mean, like, if I'll drop something and I'll catch it. Yes. I, seriously, I'm not even kidding. I've done it, like, probably five times in the past couple of days. Mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding. I know you're not. And I, I just think that's kind of spooky, actually. Like, this is intense, like, in this context. And I just have to mention because, you know, I'm obsessed and we're both obsessed with Westworld. I mean, it's just, I, I can't help, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I cannot not talk about it. But like with the, the hosts, right, the AI, they are able to really, pro like when you can process information real time, then that one one thousandth of a second could be like an eternity. You know, because they're they're not reacting, they're processing. You know, otherwise we're running around in loops thinking it's just free will and freedom. Not otherwise, but that's what we're doing. That's what we're, we're doing. We're running around in loops so, thinking it's free will. And yeah. every time we do another round, you know, memories 
get more and more distant. We cannot remember that we've been there before, that we've done that before. And well, here, here's a, here's so. a tough question for you. If you are aware of when you're on a loop and stuff, because somebody comes into your reality on some loop, then how do you know that you're not on the loop and it's just them? Like, how do you deal with that? Like, if you feel like, okay, I'm really overcoming my patterns and, you know, I'm really growing and evolving, but then here comes Mr. or Mrs. Loopy Loop Loop, and they're talking about all these things that you're talking about, you know, they can't remember this, it's the same old thing, and it's the patterns running around over and over and over again. Like, then, do you have to, like, look at yourself and say, oh my god, maybe I am looped up? Or do you just kind of, like, say, well, no, people do run their loops, and I'm running loops around them, or whatever you say. <laughs> well... I mean, how do you deal with that? I you mean, know, if you remember that what I have said in an earlier podcast, that whatever has been brought to my attention, I always first take it into myself and mm -hmm. check myself. If this is me or not now let's say this person is coming and you know in their loop <laughs> but I am checking within myself what that means for me and I maybe the first time come on oh you know that's what that means and then I do my atonements or other correction and then you know next time when this happens again you hear these noises that's the dog. That's yeah. not me chewing secretly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just really glad because earlier she was actually playing with the carnelian egg. Uh -huh. I mean, yeah. she loves carnelian and gemstones. Mm -hmm. I'm just really glad she's not chewing on it. No, she's not chewing her mm -hmm. beef hide or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, mm -hmm. let's say the second time around, then, you know, this person comes and is giving me the same story. And then I look into myself and I say, no. I'm really clean now with this. How you know, can this you know if you're like, clean? I can totally know that I'm clean if, first of all, I don't have a reaction. I don't have a need to react. How do you Okay, but how do you know if you don't have a reaction or a need to react? Okay, well, how would I know that? I can just observe. Okay. I can just observe. Let them spin. Exactly. Episode one. That's, oh, if the, it was seed, episode one. The seed level of our entire podcast. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. And so now this person comes again and again and again. I don't have to. If it's their same loop, I do not have to go back and again and again check. Because, you know, I'm the one with the memory. So I remember that this person was there before. Even the person doesn't remember it and that's fascinating let's get so it, it depends then you know if i will then maybe gently remind the person that hey remember blah 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 or if i have tried that and it just to no avail because there's so much density then i will probably just play their game well, that's fascinating. Let, let us all hope that, you know, someone will gently bring it to our attention and that we'll hear it when, when it does. I'm really looking forward to getting into this after the short break, Aurelia.
This episode of Ageless is brought to you by Aurelia Essential Oil Synergies, 100% pure essential oil blend since 1991. Wellness for you and everyone around you. Be sure to listen to the Ageless playlist on Spotify. Find the link in the description. Okay, so we are back talking about how you just kind of play people's games if you must. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I guess that's a good segue into... What I, I mean, w- what, what, what else could I be doing? I mean, if we go back to Westworld, you know, as an example, I mean, I do not know who of our you know, precious listeners uh, know even what we're talking about, but this is like an AI world and uh, humans can go to visit and have like their experiences. And then the AI are programmed in a certain way. So if they see something that is not part of their world, they will not actually recognize it. Because let's say like one of the guests is dropping a picture or a, like a mobile phone for all the matters. And, you know, the AI that lives in the wild, wild west has never seen something like that. They look at it and they say, this means nothing to me. Well, that could also be said for someone is giving me a teaching and it means nothing to me. Because within my context, my AKA Wild Wild West... Mm -hmm. You're you're trying to gently tell me something that I need to hear, mm-hmm. but this means nothing to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because my context is has been written by my loop. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you're programmed by your patterns. But where are the patterns coming from? My free will? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really interesting question. Have I ever thought about that? What was the first start of the pattern? I think I talk about it in the karma workshop, you know, where it's like the very, very, very first root cause, which is kalpas away, (laughs) which is like beyond the Big Bang, even when consciousness just started, when we started to become aware of the idea that we are better than something else or worse than something else. And then we want to repeat the behavior of where we feel better and avoid the the behavior where we feel worse. And so this becomes then, you know, the first program or the first pattern, like a repetitive behavior. Because, well... We need patterns and programs and paradigms to create this world. Yeah. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. just the way that the cosmic reality is structured. Yes. You know, like with the archetypes and astrology and the way things manifest. Mm -hmm. But I guess the first pattern, like when we mean it in that kind of, I don't want to say derogatory, but like in that way that inhibits us. You know, that, that, that keeps us trapped in, in our creation. Uh, that this feeling better than created this pattern 
that's very difficult for us to get out of. Mm-hmm. It's not really creating anything other than just a prison. Yeah. Whereas when we create like, you know, our reality and stuff like that, then that's not a prison because we can step out of it at any moment. Yeah. Choose another reality. Right. Choose another pattern. But, and then it goes back to this freedom that we were talking about in part one of this podcast, that the difference between freedom and free will. Mm -hmm. Like, I have the paradigm of free uh, freedom so therefore my free will is serving that freedom and not that my freedom is serving some free will beautifully said beautifully said you know like i'm free to not wash my face because that's my free that's how i exercise it versus you know i i wash my face because that's my freedom yeah, because it uh, it frees me from being jealous of everybody who has nice skin. It frees me from being jealous. Yeah. It free. That's re- that's intense. A simple action frees me from the patterns that are swirling around me that people are looping in that I can get sucked into. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to become jealous. Mm. You know, it's easy. It's. E- I mean, I remember I. I used to, remember I told you that, I used to compete with people, like, you know, um, in magazines and stuff, because I didn't realize that they were being photoshopped. I Mm -hmm. said, how the, I mean, you know, when I was growing up, I said, how can I have that? Mm -hmm. And then I realized, oh no, this is like severe, like this is severely edited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, but the point is, is that I got sucked in. Like many people do, you get sucked into those programs that are designed there to imprison you. Mm-hmm. And once you're in, it's very difficult to get out. But if I wash my face, or if I do X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever's required, or loving myself, appreciating myself, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, please don't take it literally, but I'm just saying, whatever action I need to do that gives me freedom, then I think it's totally worth it. 100%. And it's usually all these small things, you know, where people think, oh, doesn't matter. But these are the things that totally matter. Yeah, it's the small things. Yeah. It's totally the small things. They make a huge difference. Yes, they do. So how does this work then, like, with intention? Like what intention and free will? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, in a very simple way, like simple answers, you know, I have an intention and then there comes the doubt and then I restrict the doubt. Yeah. Or I have an intention that is a perpetuation of my quote unquote free will. I don't get that. Can you give me an example? Yeah, like I intend to not wash my face. Yeah, well, then be my guest. I mean, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. You know, intend and do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But you also, you pay the price. You Mm -hmm. know, you still will be jealous every time you look at my skin. Yeah. You're like, why? You have no pores. So then, like, when I don't wash my face or brush my teeth or whatever it is that I'm rebelling against thinking Mm -hmm. that it's free will, I get a sense of power from that. 
Yeah, false. Sense it's a false. Of power. It's a false sense of power. Mm-hmm. A false sense of freedom. Yeah, has nothing to do with actual freedom because, like you said so beautifully in part one, like with freedom you're happy. Yeah, that's right. And if not, you know, then you pay a price in a different way, like. You know, uh, let's say you're a person who doesn't want to brush their teeth at night because they feel like, you know, I'd rather go to bed and sleep or because I passed out on alcohol. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, who wants to brush their teeth? But then, you know, 10 years later, teeth start to rot out of their mouth. And then, you know, they may either not have teeth or they have to pay a whole lot of money to get their teeth fixed. Yeah. Now, is that worth it? Is that bringing you happiness? I don't know. I cannot be the judge of that, but chances are it's not. Yeah. And I mean, also, one thing's for sure, as sure as anything can be, like, if I'm taking a stance like that, if I'm really honest with myself, I'm not happy. 100% thank you for throwing that into the mix. I mean, maybe I have this sense of, like, unrestricted indulgence of, like, glee and just this energy of judgment, but that's not happiness. Not at all, and you know it too. Yeah. You know it too. Yeah, Totally. It's not happiness. Happiness comes from inside. It, it does. Doesn't really have anything to do with being on the outside. And say it agrees. Thank you for listening to an episode of Ageless. Signing off and saying goodbye, and so is Saya. Thank you guys. Be sure to subscribe. Bye. Bye.